Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Tongue in Cheek with the Solomon Sisters. I am Ilana. I'm Dina. And today we are joined by Emily and Christina, who are the clever geniuses behind one of our favorite Instagram Bravo loving accounts, Drinking with Bravo. We were just looking, um, Christina for her bachelorette got the what do you meme housewives game and I'm just like looking at the pictures now and how fabulous they are. Oh my god, that's amazing. I want that. Everyone needs to have it. It's on Amazon. Uh, yeah. That's get it on it, get it on It um, is? Yeah, get it what on Amazon just to Prime, know what is Prime Day. Yeah, well, we also have an Amazon page, so I want to add it to our page. Ooh. Oh, I was just what, looking what at is, yeah, well, give, us, give us the link. Okay. We'll do the swipe up. Oh, yay. Yes, please. Thank you. Um, but what did you what did you put in when you got those? Um, you can just type in what do you mean housewives or what do you mean bra? All right. All right. And it'll come right up. <laughs> One of my favorite things that I've done during COVID um, with people who are new to like the Bravo world. A lot of my friends are starting all these seasons from the beginning is having them basically rank their favorite housewives from season one because they have no like backstory they a lot of my friends like don't know anything except for me randomly ranting and raving about housewives so i literally have like three friends one started atlanta from the beginning one of my coworkers actually started um new york from the beginning and my maid of honor uh started beverly hills and i'm like i just need you to rank everyone from the beginning to the end i need to know like who you like who you dislike i need to know reasons why because we going back to the beginning i already know that i don't like this person or i love this person and it's just so funny seeing the evolution of their like so relationships they, with housewives. I'm so, uh, yes. I'm so jealous that they get to take that journey again. Yeah. Oh, I, I know. I wish I could go back in time almost and just sort of get to see it fresh. Yeah. <laughs> could we? Because I bet everyone knows who you guys are. But can you guys kind of tell us about your journey, how everything got started, how you started to drink with Bravo? Oh, sure. Oh. <laughs> um, well, we used to work together. Um, we, we both are, are in the beverage business and we like were out for an event and we just started talking about Bravo and um, we stayed in touch with each other. Like whenever like the show was on, we would like text each other like, can you believe that this is <laughs> happening on Atlanta right now? And then um, we were talking about like if we would go to BravoCon and uh, the tickets were just like, so sorry, my dog's in the background. <laughs> Oh, the okay. tickets were like so expensive and we were just like let's see like how it is before we commit and then we were just like watching it so jealous the whole weekend FOMO. and such FOMO and then we just decided we were like texting about it and everyone it was just like all over Instagram and I was just like we were like I, why don't we start a page yeah <laughs> and we started it like right before Thanksgiving I yeah yeah say. it was like it's almost been a year like November 19th I think yeah, so it's almost been a year, and we're we just actually hit fifteen thousand, which we're so it's amazing and happy and grateful. Um, but yeah, it just started out as something that was fun, and then yeah. we had it all during COVID, which is really 
amazing. It was like an escape for oh, us. Yeah. It's been such like a creative escape for me, like just to like have something like funny to make every day and yeah. like just being able to like interact with the people and the other people that are like just like me and like us has been like the best little family. I hate that sounds so cheesy, but it's true. no, I like, like that. <laughs> Honestly, I agree so much. And Dina and I were even talking about just the other day, like, you know, because we've always had sort of the same thing where you find like a random coworker who's into it, but people will say they're into it and they are not into it the way we are. So there's very few people you can really talk to in your immediate life. But yeah. then like you start this kind of podcast and you have this community building around you and there's this whole lovely world of people with that shared like love and humor for all of them. Ultimately we want free Bravo content. <laughs> yeah. I mean that's the only that's yeah that's the only reason to do anything. <laughs> ultimately that's the goal but um but no it's like I'll I I at first was like what I don't know if we'll have content for this and but I mean like Bravo just like keeps rolling out the best and the worst roller coaster and there's always something that's going to be funny well I think that's that's hilarious the way you, you are your memes are amazing I mean, I think I look at them and they just bring such a joy to my day and so much laughter. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, I mean, so funny and so always on the nose. And it just is like if you saw our like private DMs with friends and with each other who are Bravo people, they're like filled with your content because they're so perfect. Are you guys in like a Bravo group? Like, are you in a group with like... um with like other style people or like other Bravo podcasters? No, I mean, we, we have communication with other podcasters and with other people like yourselves that we sort of reach out to and connected with. But for the most part, it's more like friends and you yeah, know, yeah, family. Yeah. And like, like a lot of people in the fashion industry who have this love. So we'll be sending it like to them. Because then we deep dive, and then we really discuss, like you know, the clothes and how were we feeling in this episode that they chose to wear that or style mm-hmm. their hair like that. We love Lots to discuss that. <laughs> yeah, no, you had the night of the fight with um, Monique and Candice, like. All of our messages were also really about carrying spendy cape. Like <laughs> we were all focused on the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah, Giselle's horrible outfits. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. That was one of my favorite interviews when Karen was like, I need an aspirin. (laughs) Yeah, oh, her confessional. Oh my God, when she was just like, I don't understand why. I mean, like, she just needs to like, I I think Cal, like her best friend, how do you fire him? I just think that maybe he needs to like take a step back. Like he doesn't need to be your hire stylist and your makeup artist and your best friend yeah yeah maybe just I don't know she said on um the Bravo chat room that she was looking into you know clearing out her closet and getting some help um and I'm excited to watch that journey for her and we'd love to be the people to help her through that yes yes I hope she's listening and we'll really we can really wardrobe detox that yeah. yeah, but now that she's got the chat room, it's also so much more important because more people than just Potomac fan base, even though everyone should be a fan of Potomac, are watching her. So she really needs to step up her game and yeah. stop kind of looking a little like crazy. 
I was thinking that like I was talking about that with um one of the pages that I was like what would you put her in instead like what would you put her in instead of this like gold hot pant romper mm -hmm. like anything or just do you have something specific I mean she's so pretty Karen did say it perfectly that she her, her beauty distracts from whatever's going on mm -hmm. but that's part of the problem her clothes are like her house they're too busy like she is so beautiful that she, her clothes are wearing her for no reason she needs to be wearing the clothes so I would really I give her like young I just feel like she always looks like she just went like shopping in her daughter's like floor like she picked up like a pair of track pants from like Adidas and then put on like a, a shirt from for like Forever 21. And then she's like, oh, I feel like a princess. I'm gonna wear a tiara today. <laughs> well, I just always think about when she wore the joggers with that black leather ruffly thing around her neck Ooh. and shoulders. Ooh. And yeah. I, I just at that point, I was like, okay, so we've got someone in a crisis here and we need Seriously. to figure out how to help her. Like that, that's a lot. You can't really return from that very easily. I think Giselle and Kyle are both people who are under the illusion that they know how to dress, but but they oh, do not. I would love to do like a one-on-one, -on -one, an intervention, if you will, and really mm -hmm. just get to it and what's happening because I really do think that Kyle's stylists as well as Giselle's do not like them, and this is their mm -hmm. way of like openly communicating when they choose well, Kyle said that, said that the... about too is um Stassi and Katie like Stassi is always like you know dressed to the nines and like Katie will be next to her and this like weird frumpy like I'm a goth bride from a garbage can and Stassi like, yeah, <laughs> that looks really good like I think that they secretly hate each other I was gonna say I thought you were about to say something about Stassi's style and I would have had to back in <laughs> <laughs> No, I think Stasi's style, yeah, is not something like out of all the things you can criticize about Stasi's style is not one of them. But Katie looks like a character from the ring, and I honestly would legitimately agree <laughs> that Stasi has some secret hate for her that she's allowing her to like publicly go out looking like that. Yes, yes. Like friends don't let friends look bad, and most of the time. But that's how I know she also hates Kristen because they're <laughs> such hot messes and she looks all the better for it. And I think that's why she's like happy because Kristen looks like, okay, but like not great. And then Katie looks such a hot mess and Stassi comes out looking like Beyonce. Yeah. I mean, I think Kristen like dresses like who she is. She's like a boho, like a little bit sloppy like I don't know when she's not wearing her t-shirt line like it's always like a very low-cut shirt and I'm always just like oh a boob's gonna poop pop out but I'm like thinking really hard about Kristen's style and I feel like she just looks like the most basic yeah yeah like she just looks like a regular person she and, like, does not look like, yeah. but like a regular yeah, person elevate your shit a little bit right yeah. yeah but she looks to me like a regular person who kind of just like had sex rolled out of bed her clothes were all crumpled threw them on and was like looked at her hair and was like this is fine yeah and like, like, like it's okay if you're running to CVS like yeah, yeah exactly yeah. exactly <laughs> and then she's like she's not running to CVS she's like filming something that's on national television so perhaps like a little makeup would do mm -hmm. you that's guys both look very cute by the way I like how you're like <laughs> very differently like she's got she's rocking the like tie-dye 
sweatshirt and you have this cute like little Audrey Hepburn number. Oh, thank you. you. You guys look lovely as well. You do. <laughs> and I was really liking that. <laughs> no, I love the yellow. Vibes. Yeah. I, I feel like I unite your two color stories with my. I know we didn't, we, we didn't plan this. <laughs> I know I feel I'm a little off, and I need. I feel I should have some break. Well, Dina's in work clothes, and I'm in pajamas because after I got home, um, my husband wanted to watch Narcos, and I was like, I need something soft and cuddly because the show scares me. <laughs> Terrifying. 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 And we're in this second season of Narcos Mexico, which is one of the scariest things I've ever seen. And so I'm spending most of the time just like looking at my phone, looking at memes, and then distracting yeah. myself as much as possible. You're welcome. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, did you guys watch Below Deck last night? Of course, yes. Oh, so. right away we have to know what are your thoughts? Are your future memes on Rob and Jeff? Um, <sighs> so I'm going to go ahead and say, I feel like everyone loves to hate on Below Deck, and I am the unpopular opinion. I love Below Deck, and sure, I'm going to hate on Bravo for putting Below Deck on during the day when there are so many epic old seasons of Housewives that they could be playing, but I'm also going to watch Below Deck when they have it on. Like, I'm obsessed. <laughs> It is not okay, but Rob and Jess, Emily, <laughs> it's so good. Um, Rob and Jess, he should have done the crossing. Like, yeah, it's a big career move for him. Oh, wait, right, Rob? Yeah, oh, that's yeah. what they call it. So when I was, I was confused by that when she was like, please don't do the crossing. I thought, I, I thought that she was talking about the trip of them going to Bali. Like, no, that was him going. No, back. that was. Give it to the Bahamas. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah. like Captain Sandy said that, she, and that guy David, did they arranged it with him that they would like, you know, if he would be on it, he could be an engineer, which apparently is a street. And according to the roundup at the end, he is just in Fort Lauderdale doing the same thing he was doing before. So it definitely did nothing for him to go to Bali. Yeah. And when, remember when he asked, it was like, um, are you serious about this? Because I need to make calls. I need to make sure you'll get paid. I need to make sure we'll be able to train you. And they did that for him. And then his girlfriend fights with him and then cries about them fighting. Like, it's just, is she a Pisces? I'm a Pisces. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> You're like, sorry. Um, I don't know. I'm going to Google it. I don't know. Like, I just feel, <laughs> listen, I, I love Below Deck and um, it's funny because like, I'm not as obsessed with it as the other shows, but I definitely watch it. But I feel that I've started to hate watch it because I just think, especially, I just love Hannah Ferrier. I used to be in the restaurant industry for years and years and years. And I just identify with her so hard. Sorry if you're a hater. But like, she's my queen, she's my queen yeah. and we've all go through all the emotions that she has, like hating guests, they're, they're annoying and their requests are obnoxious. Like I was having this, I was having this talk with like uh, one of my friends that like doesn't know anything about restaurants and he always asks what the waiter's name is when we go to restaurants. I'm like, why do you do that? And he's like, 
he's like, I have to know their names. So like, if I need to get something and I would always just be like, I wanted to be like the server that was like good enough so that you didn't need to know my name. I digress. This is a total detail. No, I'm so anyway, Like, I just think like Hannah, like she was amazing and I haven't enjoyed watching the show since she left. Um, Rob and Jen, that's her name, right? Jen? the the yeah Jess yeah no Jess 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 sorry Rob and Jess like yeah they're like the new Ron and Sam um toxic relationship totally wrong for each other um Tom and Malia I was so angry at that whole thing that happened to Hannah like that they like narked on her I thought it was completely unnecessary like maritime law I just think that that's not something they did it completely for drama and I thought it was so like terrible that she'd been on the show for for that long and that's how they handled it um and I hope I mean I I I I'm so glad that like Hannah Ferrier is like pregnant now and she is going on to bigger and better things and I also love that she's like putting this thing out there for people to get into the yachting industry because I've always thought to myself like I have so much more experience than all these people I'd fucking kill this shit yeah and um I think it would be really cool to get some people that you know more interesting people on those shows oh my god first of all I'd love if you were on below deck meds that would be (laughs) you could be the new Hannah (laughs) <laughs> oh my god I wish yeah you are giving us Hannah vibes but really? oh my god <laughs> yes but um do you think then that Sandy Malia planned it or you think it was kind of like in the moment of the show I don't know like as much as it all seemed so perfect like too perfect to have Bugsy come on and too perfect to have her boyfriend come be the chef I think that that is something that's really hard to plan out. Like unless these Bravo producers and this team was that good at being able to put something together like that. It's not like they were all in the United States or all in one specific country. Like they were all over. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. know. I, there's just so many like layers to the story with this. Like I don't, I think that there was a weird thing going on with Captain Sandy. She was like, she was like, want, I think there was a conversations about it beforehand. And like Malia was saying like, oh, my boyfriend's coming and we work together again. So she was like planting those little seeds. Right. And then the chef wasn't really working out. And then like Sandy wanted him on board. It's like very obvious that she favored Malia. And then she said that thing yeah. in the cameo about her being gay. And I was just like, <laughs> oh, was this like some weird thing for like Sandy to get Malia because like her boyfriend like epic failed on the show and they broke up I don't know oh I was thinking that the other night I was diving on that thought as well I so when it comes to below deck med because I love both below decks actually but I think you know with below deck OG when I knew Kate was leaving, I was kind of okay with it because it was on her own terms. And also I just thought that there are probably other kind of sassy chief stews that we can learn to love. And then now she's got chat room. So I'm so happy we see her and everything. With Hannah, I felt like she was ripped away from us. And I feel like, you know, a baby being like torn away from its mother. Like I (laughs) was not ready for her to to leave and I felt like it was so um manipulative and I'm on that kind of 
team, if you will, that I do think possibly production, but definitely Malia and Sandy. It, I think it's too neat. Like nothing in life comes together where the person who's your favorite staff member, their boyfriend and their best friend are able to join the team and make it like, and when she was doing her Beaufort wind superlative things that made no sense to me and none whatsoever and when she was doing that and she was just like oh this is the crew I always want I was like this is the crew you manipulated into happening because a lot of your criticisms of Kiko are things that chef Tom did Mm -hmm. and at the end they showed him in Martinique like doing you know everything that he was said he could do and I saw him on watch what happens live and he was sort of explaining his work history and he's very it's capable. Very impressive. It's very yeah. impressive what he's done. But I have so many thoughts on Captain Sandy. Like, please do share again with the like my restaurant background. You don't when somebody when you're when you're hosting an event, you don't go up to someone and say, "How's the food? Is it how is it?" No, no, you don't do that. You're not trying to cause problems. You want to. Say, how's your experience? Isn't it great? Blah, blah, blah. You're like speaking with a positive air. I always feel like she was trying to like point things out. And mm-hmm. I have another friend that's like, um, I did events with who's like a Bravo super fan too. And she was just like, that would never happen ever. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's one thing if people are complaining, but there are people that were perfectly happy that were just like enjoying themselves on the vacation. I feel like she was always trying to point out flaws and that was awful. It's like asking yeah. that and yeah. they're going to, figure something out they're gonna well something that they didn't right they liked but maybe they didn't like as much as they liked everything else well, thank you you're welcome and then we were <laughs> we were in retail so a lot of the experiences i feel like are somewhat similar to totally. people who work in other um you know um the food service industry and you know hair and everything and i mean that's why we probably all hate people equally but also (laughs) we have that um (laughs) but we all have that understanding that like for example like you don't say you're sorry if you've got nothing to say you're sorry for you don't have your manager wouldn't come up and be like oh you know was everything okay like super concerned like it shouldn't be because then it's gonna make people think like was it okay were there things wrong like you don't put bad thoughts into people's mind head. head yeah that she's always playing and I just think that she always has to be like yeah she's the captain has a lot of experience but you're also not a chef you're not and you're Captain not Lee never does everything. that you know like uh, some people might like a t- simple tablescape. Some people might say, oh, you know what? I looked up this person online. They're a minimalist designer. They're not going to want like sequins and barrettes all over their table. They want like a nice <laughs> sleek white tablecloth. <laughs> they don't want glitter to get in their fucking food. <laughs> nice. If I ever get on a super yacht, that's what I prefer. <laughs> Very just imagining Bugsy looking at her hair clip collection and putting it on the table. <laughs> her outfit on Watch What Happens Live last night. Andy's first okay. question to her on Watch What Happens Live last night. Oh, um, why do you put every clip in your hair? <laughs> the person asked, and she, I was just dying. He was like, "Was that inspired by Dorit?" And we made a, I made a meme about that. And like sometimes I'm just like, "He's talking to me." <laughs> <laughs> No, I thought Andy was being so shady and I love, like Bugsy was so straight face and you could see for the rest of the interview, she was like, I do not care for you at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which was like, 
But you know that scene in The Devil Wears Prada where um, she explains to Anne Hathaway that like fashion starts up here and makes its way down here. Yeah, I felt like like you start with Doreen and you end up with Bugsy. Yeah. Um, Potomac, who is your favorite, like, dressers? Dressers? Uh, I have to give it to Monique. Yeah. Everything um, about Monique. Monique is just I gorgeous. Her, I, like, I, like, die for her skin. I, she, she always has, like, the glowiest skin. And it's one thing because, like, she, her new, her latest confessional look with the crisscross pink. <gasps> I don't know if you guys saw. Yeah, I said her hair long hair. again. Like, yeah. she just looks so stunning, I gasped when I saw it. Ugh, yes. I was really sad this season by the short hair. And it felt like short hair don't care, but, like, in a sad way. And now when I saw the long hair back in its glory and she looks so beautiful, I was just like, oh, I think whatever she needed to release, maybe she did during that fight. I feel like she's always, like, surprising <laughs> us, too. Like, she was in that scene with the pastor, and she had, like, this, like, very oh, intricate updo. Beautiful. And, then, and like, I love the crop sweater. Yeah. Yes. Loved her outfit. Very cute. She always does casual, very chic. But yeah. when it comes to like the fight, what are your thoughts? Oh, um, this was a tough one because I had a feeling. I mean, just like one of the things is like that you know, you know, unfortunately, like being in the Bravo realm, you get like leaked a lot of information before seeing the episode, and I kind of like, I feel like I kind of knew. A little bit about what was going to happen. It was very shocking to see. I think it was the worst fight ever in Bravo history, in my opinion. And um, it's clear. I don't like. I don't want to say like whose fault it was. I don't think Candace deserved it. But Monique is definitely going through something, and she snapped, and it was really crazy to watch. Um, I. I watched all the snow, the slow-mo reels and I think that she definitely started it, but there were definitely, you know, like the hands of Giselle definitely didn't help. And I don't know, like, I think Candace throwing wine in her face, like she was definitely protecting herself. I think that we would all react that way. Um, but I still don't like Candace and I think that she egged her on and, um, but I also, it, it's made me have different feelings about Monique, for sure. Like, I, I didn't expect her not to be remorseful when she spoke to the women last week. And I would like to get it to, like, the real meat of what's going on. No, me too. I thought with the pasture in her, with the first time I've seen her actually have a moment where I felt, okay, she's feeling remorse. He got her there. But then knowing that she like had done, um, we kind of touched on this on other podcasts, but knowing that she had done um, the Watch What Happens Live where she had no remorse, it made me feel like, oh, Monique, what is going on? And I I feel I'm a little Karen on this one. I can kind of see how both of them have played because I actually love them both. Um, Only like, time it's good to be a Karen. <laughs> <laughs> but Wait, I love- Karen or Candace? Like you love Candace and Monique? I, I do have like, there's 
there's parts about, I think, Candace that I really do love. I actually, I think she's, and this is very superficial, but I think she dresses so beautifully and I love, I think she has like, just, I think she's stunning and I just love the way she puts things together. And Oh, she's beautiful. I hate her as a dresser though. I don't know. <laughs> I saw your face when she said that. <laughs> well, okay. I, I know I just said I love when she puts things together, but I don't always love, like, okay, I always, sometimes I love, like, her You love her pieces, not her yeah. outfit. Yeah, not always, but she did that choker. Yeah, like that sweater, like so. that, like that, like those, um, I really couldn't hate an outfit more than the denims and diamonds. I knew you were Oh, I did. I did. I did. So I did. Like, what Jessica, Jessica McClintock Hell is this dress? <laughs> with, like, denim boots. It was so bad. No, I had it in my notes. Like, why would she put those two together? Like, I could, you know, I like this piece, but I don't like this. And then Alana was telling me, she's like, didn't you remember that was the theme of the party? And I was like, oh, then that should never have been the theme. No, no. no. I feel like the whole fight, um, I just, sure, no one likes Candace and like, I don't know. Sometimes I like I mean, I her. Think she's important to the show. Oh, she's, absolutely. And she's very funny and she's great. Certain episodes, I'm like, I love this girl. She can stay forever. Other episodes, I'm like, oh, we get it. You fight with your mom. Your mom gives you everything. Um, and then I just love Monique. But this fight, something about it. At first, knowing everything beforehand, I thought I was going to be on Monique's side. And then watching everything go down, watching all the slow mos, watching like or seeing all the tweets that happened before the episode aired and then seeing the episode and seeing the Watch What Happens Live, I'm so torn. I feel like I'm just on no one's side. Yeah. I think they were both wrong in their own ways. And I think it was just something that was really hard for everyone um, who watches Bravo, who loves Bravo, who loves Potomac Well, watch. Potomac has just been like the most amazing franchise. I was looking, yeah. we were both looking forward to it so much. And I just think after the fight, the show is going to feel so disjointed now. Obviously, they're not going to film together. There is not going to be, the group isn't filming with Monique. And it's just going to be a different show now. And that's disappointing because it was so good. Do you and, think that, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. No, I was just going to ask, do you think that next season Monique will be gone? Or do you think that there will be some sort of reconciliation yeah, I do in think terms that of the show? Be, I do think that she'll be fired and or demoted because that's what they always do. I can um, picture her leaving yeah. before yeah. they get the chance to fire her. I mean, like, like the other big fight was Portia and she was demoted to a friend. And like she's had an amazing arc and comeback is like a fan favorite. So yeah. Um, I don't know, I, but I don't like necessarily see that happening for Monique because she has so much else going on. Like, you know, Portia wasn't a mother at the time and she has three children. So I'm, I don't know, that I don't know. And it'll be interesting to see. I'm so interested to know how this reunion's gonna go because they've both said that they won't film together. Um, yeah, I don't know. And all and already like this episode, this was really like the first episode that they they weren't like discussing the fight and the cast was like filming together and I was just like just Ashley, Giselle and Karen, like this was it felt very forced. Two questions for you. First, do you think that the Monique Candace fight 
gave you sort of flashbacks to the Danielle Teresa country club fight? Um, for me, no, because um, I think that Danielle Staub is the root of all evil. Mm. Um, I have a strong, strong disdain for her. And I, you know, we, I, with the same thing, you knew that that was going to happen with the hair pulling. And I also didn't think like, I didn't ever think that there was like, that it was going to cause like bodily harm the way yeah. that, I don't know, the jerk of the neck, like the, it, like Marge looked like she could have gotten like really hurt during that fight. Um, and even though this, the, the, her holding onto her hair was much longer and much more dramatic, it was like, I don't know, like it was different. And it was different because I'd always, we're, they're, um, they're talking about comparing the Marge, Danielle. No, no, I was actually, oh, oh. Danielle and Teresa and Danielle. Yeah, yeah, Teresa and Danielle. But I wanted to hear your oh, thoughts, so, so I was just gonna like let the, you go the with your The table flip fight? Yeah, not, not the, the table, table flip, but through the country club. The fashion show when her daughter. Oh, oh, oh. You know, well, he's that, much better on get, like, the hair pull on camera. I think the Marge, Danielle hair pull was like wild. Yeah. But they're talking about the hair pull, like with Ashley and Danielle. And just sort of the fight between yeah, yeah. Teresa and Danielle and sort of what do we so feel is worse. That's what I was just like, anything that like Danielle's involved in. But I was thinking you were talking about like the Marge one, just because like a lot of people were talking about that. But I also just like, for me, it's a different thing because I liked Monique so much. And it was different for me to see her like, flip a switch like that and go to the other side where it's like Danielle Staub is the root of all evil. She, everything she does is wrong. She's the devil spawn. Beverly's the worst. Beverly is awful. All the things that she was just saying about Andy, like, did you see the stuff that she said? Just like, girl, go to bed, go to sleep, go away. Yeah. Bethany needs to yell at her. Go yes. to sleep. Go to sleep. That is literally exactly. my favorite thing to tell everyone. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> go to sleep. Go to sleep. It's very, it's perfect. I think it's mention it all perfect. and go to sleep are some of the best lines. Bethany yeah. has given me almost all my favorite, like, like little tiny kind of quotes to say in regular life. So like when someone, you know, says I'm a know-it-all, I'm like, maybe I do know it all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was just, I, I, um, I started listening to her podcast and I was listening to the one that she did. I don't even know. With Dorinda? With Dorinda. Dorinda. I got irritated listening. And like, she does it really well. And she's good because she like doesn't do small talk. She's very much like, let's get to the grit of who you are, are as a person and why you're successful. And like, people really want to know that stuff. So I think she'll be great at it. Her as a Hmm? I was just saying, I love her as a host. I think she's yeah. great. I mean, Dorinda irritated me to no end just because I I was very offended by her this whole season. Okay. And I it wasn't just I was put off from her because I'm not a Dorinda stan. I have no, let's say, possibly it wasn't my favorite or my least favorite. And I definitely thought she contributed to the cast. Like she was a good fit but this season with the turkey baster comment it oh, just yeah. like it like 
got to me in a way that I couldn't even like hear her voice. And I did listen to the interview, so obviously I could hear her voice. But <laughs> I, when she was like, I'm admitting now that I was fired. And I was like, yeah, we all knew. Like, it wasn't like you had some, like your little post that you did was so authentic and we all didn't see right through it. And I just sort of was like annoyed with her that she was trying to be like, it remi- It was very Teddy-esque. I don't know. I was just, it, I it's didn't funny like it. you said that because I was thinking to myself like, oh, Teddy was like, I was fired. And it's like, yeah, of course you were. But yeah. <laughs> like, most of them are like, I'm making the choice to walk away. <laughs> um, but yeah, but then I like that she like talked about it on, you know, Bethany's podcast and said like, that's what everybody does. And I don't know. But um, yeah, Dorinda had a tough season. I love Dorinda. Um, she's she's very much like abroad, but she like also loves to host. I think we're really gonna miss the Berkshires. Oh I'm- yeah, the Berkshires are the best. But do you guys think Heather might come back? I don't think so. I think she'll come back as a friend, if anything. I think it would be great if she, she came back. Yeah, Holla. She, yeah. <laughs> hey, mama. She said um, that she's going to come back as a friend next season, that it's pretty much like a done deal. Um, but I don't know, like I, like, I like her and she has amazing stories. And, um, but I, I, I never was like, sh- we need somebody to come back that's the voice of reason, though, for sure. There's like, yeah. only so much yummy tummy that we can take in a season. Yeah. Like Thank God she sold it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she did? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. now I can stop buying yummy tummy and go back. <laughs> yeah. to I was like supporting my girl. I'm like, these aren't as great as Spanks, but hey, I guess Heather has to support. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> But, well, yeah, um, feel free to buy Spanx again with <laughs> a clear conscience. Good to know. Thank you. So, I mean, I'm so excited, though, that they're going to have three, um, so maybe three women of color coming into the next uh, season because, you know, we're both, I mean, you live in New Jersey, but we are both, like, from New York, yeah. essentially. And it's totally not, like, just white, waspy women. It's a total, like, cultural melting pot, and they really... I'm excited to see them them bring some different people into the mix and some younger people. And it's interesting that they're starting to bring, um, like even with Wendy from Potomac, I was like, wow, like a woman who's like in the public eye, who's like a journalist and doing like a lot of different kinds of media. It's, it's interesting to see like them coming into the housewives, the housewives world. I think Wendy, I know everyone always says like Leah was the best new addition. I do think Leah, when she came into New York, she is very seamless. I do feel like she has a certain amount of arrogance, but she does like fit in with the girls. Like she was one of the first cast like that I think entered where you were like, oh, she feels like she's been here forever. But I actually think Wendy did that too. Yes. Yeah, like Wendy has really shown like she's a part of this group of women. I want to know more about her. I think she's really dynamic and very smart. And I'm so excited to see like where her kind of story is going to go. Definitely. I really like Wendy. I want to see more of like her mom and her family and see like that journey. I also think her husband's really attractive and her family's beautiful. I don't want her to be fighting with my queen bee though. I love Karen and I want them to be friends and like join together and become like queendom. But you know, I don't know. This queendom, is, this, I like that. But this is like, <laughs> being, 
like I don't want to I, I don't know I'm like always like oh do people know this but like I've read things that like Karen's leaving after this season which I hope isn't what? true but and I wonder if they're like grooming Wendy for that position because you know I was just re I was just re-watching it today and I noticed that like Wendy has the closing um like with the taglines like she she's the, she's the closer has the closer been something impressive like no it's like usually just, it's usually like for instance like god sorry to bring it up but the real housewives of orange county like kelly's the opener and shannon the door is the closer it's like two like long-standing people oh that's so it's i never realized that yeah I never know. It just blew that. my mind. I have to now go back and watch like every intro. I was literally just thinking that. I like the way you said literally. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had a black. <laughs> um, wow, that's really interesting. I don't think I've ever noticed I'm, that. I'm not going to pay attention. I literally didn't notice it until today. I was like, why is Wendy the closer? But maybe oh it's the, and, closer and I wonder, and I'm like, what, and I'm like, did the, was this like the first time that they did it this week? Did they like change it up? But I don't think they did. Wait, so it's is Karen cool. leaving because you think because of oh, Ray? Stop saying this. Don't say right? that. That breaks my heart. It was something about like right after the fight, she tweeted, I think she was like five years is enough or something like that. I remember that. Yeah. Tweet. I don't. Getting the receipts. Yes. I love, I love that you're coming with receipts. I also, it makes me wonder, like, if she's unhappy with the way her relationship is being portrayed. I think portrayed. that's also a thing. That breaks broke my heart. Yes. Her. Honestly, when she took off her mic, I, I said this in a different podcast, but yeah. when she took off her mic after Ray said he didn't know if he loved her, like, I teared up. Like, I have only a few so different, you know, it's happened in... Jersey it's happened in Beverly Hills where something so emotionally raw happens on camera where I actually have like a visceral reaction and yeah. that one was so upsetting and heartbreaking well, and she like, struggle with that so much as women or at least I have where it's like you know you date a guy and they're you know if, if you're successful or you're funny or like the life of the party they're gonna like try to like bring you down it's very hard to find a person that's gonna like lift you up and they found each other when they were at very different points in their lives. And he's like 20 years older than her. And I think that he's like, oh my God, she gets all the attention now. I used to be the breadwinner. I used to be the one that everybody recognized. And now it's like flip the switch and it's her. And, you know, that's a crazy thing well, to deal with. I feel like Ashley, it was very astute in seeing that it really mirrors some of the challenges. Although Ashley has a few more challenges beyond that in her marriage. Because <laughs> I definitely think if you're marrying someone who's that significantly older than you, mm -hmm. their high point is your starting point. So you're Ooh, going. Sorry, that was really That's loud. a very That's good. Okay. You write that down. That was. <laughs> <laughs> feel that free to fun. steal it. <laughs> so I just feel like it's very hard for people to sort of have a um, relationship that is balanced because you're you're reaching successes and you're reaching you know your your kind of your even desire for things at different moments yeah. so significantly like people I think really focus on the children of it all but it's not just like the timing for if you're in different places to raise a family it's also about like you know you might 
be your most ambitious at a different point in your life at, at the point where they're ready to retire, right. which obviously with Karen is happening. But yeah. it would really make me sad because first of all, she's the grand dame of Potomac. So what kind of show are we having without a grand dame? Exactly. Second of all, I think that her, like she's sort of our voice of reason, even though she brings the crazy too, I feel like she humorously kind of has found a place of balance, especially when she avoids Giselle, where she sort of seems balanced. Even, she didn't even hear Giselle make some of the shady comments that she made about being at Wooden Farms and what she envisioned. And Karen knew her so well that she was in a confessional Giselle is the queen of Potomac. I get so upset. Like, I'm just like, she, listen, like, I don't like hate her, but she's not nice. She thinks that her shit doesn't stink and it's very stinky. <laughs> it and is. She's a terrible dresser and I just like she just needs to like wake up and smell the the baby daddy bullshit. But like speaking <laughs> of that, she <laughs> says in her um her open her tagline thing she i i realized today maybe i was slow to the party but that her tagline was like kind of in reference to her now kind of being back in the church and kind of working right. her way back to a first lady well, and that really yeah. annoyed me well honey yeah it's like like when she was saying in last episode you know that she was uh, upset about the way it made her look to be associated with monique i was and i feel like Myself and everyone watching the show was screaming at the telly, like, right. you don't even know how many babies came out of that daddy. Like, I think you can, you know, slow your roll on kind of saving grace and acting a certain kind of way. And then for when I realized her tagline also referenced it, I was like, I don't know why this is so important to you. It's not like you actually established yourself separate from this man as someone interesting. And you're actually kind of devaluing what you've built by kind of clinging to it so much. I was very- I think she likes to be chased. She definitely likes attention. And I think that he was like trying to get her back and obviously saying like, we had a family. And I think that like Sherman was was, uh, chasing her at first and then was like, I don't want to be in the public eye. I'm not ready for this. And, um, but like, what's Jamal? Jamal like wants to be in the public eye. He like wants to So I think that's why he was chasing her again. It's unfortunate. Um, and she hasn't really talked about where they are now, so I'm curious about that. Um, oh, you think they're not together? Have you seen the tweets that have come out? I like well, I saw the lady with the, the forehead. Woman. Yeah, so this woman has come out and said that she has been talking to Jamal the entire time. Like, the entire time they were filming, um, he was texting her and telling her that, oh, this is just for the show, and I don't know who broke this news, and I don't know how reliable the source is, but I'm going to go ahead and say that if my husband, uh, if somebody came forward and said that, like, my husband was texting this woman these things, I wouldn't be that happy or the person that I was talking to. But there were, like, a few text chains that this woman shared with somebody, um, and it basically was, like, everything was for publicity, and it's just for the show, and they weren't really together, and blah, blah, blah. Which makes me really sad for Giselle. Like, sure, she yeah. is messy as hell, mm-hmm. but she's a good woman, I yeah. think. And she definitely doesn't deserve that, especially because they have children together. It'd be one thing if they didn't have children if it, and if it wasn't going to, like, affect more than just the two of them. But this is affecting their three, three girls? 
Yeah, three girls. Yeah, three girls. Do you think, though, that they, like, together, it was just for the show? Or do you think it was his intention, it was just for the show, but she believed it? I mean, a little bit of both, I think. I think that that's, I don't know. I could picture it just being just him. Like, sure, her book came out and all of that. But, like, she already has Potomac to boost her. Like, she doesn't yeah. need any more. What does it matter if she's in a relationship with him or if she's on her own? Like, she's doing well. Or maybe she was just like, I don't know, like the, like the, I don't know. I think like a huge need of the show is Ashley and the sexual scandals that go on with her relationship. Mm. So maybe like, she was like, I need to like bring a little bit of this into the mix. Ooh. If that's I think right. serious issues. And I really hope it's not the case. Yeah. Cause I mean, not- this, but this is why like, this is why Potomac is good. They put all this shit out on the table. Yeah. Like all this, like. All this stuff with like Beverly Hills, it's like Beverly Hills would never want any of this. They're talking about like, you know, Dorit's like the favorite now. And like her big thing was that she designed a restaurant room. Meanwhile, she has this like nasty fucking like lawsuit going on that they didn't even talk about. And it's like, I don't know. I can see that they want to like, like they want to make the Potomac like bigger and better. And well, it is don't care how better. They have to do it. I just think I think that would be cool with somebody again who didn't have kids, but the fact that they have three daughters and like, sure, you can tell your kids, oh, it's just for TV, but I feel like that's going to psychologically and mentally mess with them. My do you think parents, they know? I mean, they know that they're back together on the. Show. No, I mean, like, if it oh. was for the show, do you think that they might have told I, them? I would, if it was for the show, I would hope so. I also yeah. don't. I think on his part, sure, it might be for the show, but I would hate to think and I would hate to know and find out that it was both of them doing it just for the show. I think that would be really like crushing. Yeah. Just knowing like how hard it is. I mean, to you would never, you up. would never know that though. I know. That's the thing. I know. We'll never know. And now we'll I'm going to be know. so well, thinking about it. <laughs> I was listening to Bitch Sess with the Bravo breakdown and she was at the, um, like, love she, her, by the way. Me too. Yes. Awesome. We're having her on an upcoming episode and she's just like amazing. I feel like she gets to like the, the root of the shit so quickly. And she is just like, I'm just like, sometimes I'm just like, wow, is this what my therapist is thinking? And she's just like holding out until she's she's so wise and and getting to kind of break down you know the episodes it was so interesting her perspective and i agreed with just so much but um when she was on bitch says she was at the premiere of the like was given access to like inner like talk with the some of the girls from potomac as well as premiere the episodes before Mm -hmm. and she asked giselle i guess about about the relationship and everything and even though she said giselle did not answer the question she did say that they were still together and how recent was that that was at the premiere of potomac oh so it could change now bye well this is my reaction to that (laughs) (laughs) for everyone listening it's erica i'm exhausted i need these cards they're amazing i feel like i've not got a complete life until i've got them Right. I love the game anyway. It's like I my like favorite belly laugh game. every single yeah. time I play What Do You Mean? I can play with like unfunny people. Maybe this is what I need. I feel like I've lost my funny bone and Emily has honestly been carrying the page on her back making memes because I just like, I make memes about work these days and I'm just like, uh, but maybe I just need a good round of What Do You Mean to get funny again. Let's honestly. Play That's what you need to do. Literally 
drink and bravo yeah and also, you like, will get your drink with bravo like, i feel like you can like chalk everything up to just like ugh, 2020 like it's just like <laughs> the weirdest year ever it's everything is ass backwards yeah it really yeah. is and the scariest thing is someone was saying to me yesterday and it left me shook it that we are very close to 2021 and it could be more of the same. She's like, imagine a world where 2020 was the starter for what is going to happen in 21. It was like, why would you even say that? Starter for our downfall. You said it like you were announcing a, mo a movie trailer. Ooh. Imagine a world. Yeah. <laughs> but that's why it was said to me. I was like, oh, In a world where 2020 repeats itself. <laughs> No, but it was said to me, and I was like, how can you say that? Like, things are getting better. She's like, or it was this, that, just like round one, and, you know, all these other things. And she starts listing these sort of things that have happened, but, like, the worst version as she predicted it. And I was like, okay, I think I'm going to hang up this call right now because I don't think I'm mentally, like, prepared <laughs> for that kind of going down that kind of imagination. But there's some things to look forward to. I'm so excited. I know it's like right before the end of 2020, but I'm so excited for Salt Lake City. <gasps> what you yes. guys posted was insane. I rewatched it again today. I can't believe they they like let out the um, audition. Bless it, bless it, bless it. Snow blessed. Can't wait. Oh, blessed. Snow blessed. I love that. Ugh. <laughs> Do you guys have any favorites from already the casting tapes? Jen Shaw, hands down, stand, stand, stand. I knew like when they like, I, I knew, I felt, I felt something when I saw the first cast photo. It's because like, she's from New York. Come on. No, that's <laughs> Lisa Barlow. Oh, oh, never mind. I like Lisa Barlow too, though. I like her little, she like, she like talks like a New Jersey girl. I she love blinks it. a lot. She's like, I'm Lisa Barlow. I'm from New York. Oh. I sell tequila. <laughs> And you know, wish I sell tequila for her. I was, you know, I, that was my first question. Did I was like, does she have? I thought about it. I think I'm going to. I'm going to be like, do you have a distributor in New York? I looked it up, and I don't see it in any of the price books. I didn't either. Um, oh God, you guys should do this. This would be magic. Yeah. 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 Is this a real conversation? Yeah. In my mind. Um, no, but uh, I like her, and um, but everybody like a Bajensha. There's something iconic about her. She has like LVP vibes, but like more I funny, funny. Like, and I know like LVP is like a dirty word these days, but like she was Not my favorite me. for years. Um, for years. LVP so. is never a dirty word. In not this in book. this. Not in this place. Yeah. I mean, I love Dorit, and I um have a like a whole affection for her mm -hmm. but I was more like I agreed with Ken like goodbye Kyle I'm over her I am definitely grossed out by Teddy long before like everything else happening I just felt like they Teddy and Kyle really toxic and everything that happened with LVP I get like heated because literally weeks after her brother committed suicide this whole like orchestrated attack on her even if it was legitimate because i do think that especially in beverly hills the women produce content for the show themselves if you will yeah i felt like not one of those women but particularly kyle had much of a leg to stand on when it comes to are they producing 
content for the show and kind of are they being shady and all this stuff so it's just really hard to like watch someone attacked who just felt like like a dog who had already been shot in the leg like stop stabbing it she definitely had a tough year um I don't know it's hard for me with like I know so many people are like anti-Kyle too but like deep down I'm like a Kyle stan and I (laughs) think that I think she's like the meat of the show and I want her sister to come back so bad Kim Richards is my potato Beverly Hills queen I miss her so much and I feel that she's given us more than any other Beverly Housewives wife like I've gotten so much content from her she's so like funny and crazy and like lovable and I just like I just want Kim to like find love and be happy (laughs) (laughs) literally ugly Kim crying face crying yeah I I and but I also think the like drama between Kim and Kyle was what make the first like three seasons so good I agree I I thought the show wasn't the same show they brought these people in that were actors and they like just like showed up and did glam and their looks and like I know that's the show and we like love that I also love to make fun of it I mean like I love Dorit but that's one of my favorite parts of the show is like making fun of her looks yeah. <laughs> um in like a good way uh, I kind of love that they're going ahead and making it known that Beverly Hills Housewives isn't a normal Housewives franchise yeah they're more of a fashion lifestyle brand right is that what they like yeah they say i mean fashion style or lifestyle whatever um they're like we're a lifestyle a lifestyle brand show like i like that and i appreciate that they're just like even lisa renna like after this season was like they keep saying that they want you guys to see us fight like just say that you want to see us like having a good time together or like being dirty rich I want to see you like go out and but buy a- like a million dollar car because <sighs> guess what I'm sitting at home watching it I like when people fight but I also like people walk I like watching people buy stuff yeah that, like I can't buy totally <laughs> but that's why I'm they don't even, like live in Beverly Hills anymore they like yeah. live in Encino they live in the valley <laughs> Um, so I don't know, like, I like that, but I also, I think about the fact, I think about all the time, like when they get into fights and like call each other certain things and I'm like, that would never happen on Beverly Hills. And I know it's different and I, I'll never stop watching it, but I also like long for a real, like crazy unscripted fight to happen. There's too yeah. much. Like, It'll never happen. There's too much. Online for these women because they're also wealthy or their husbands are or they're actors and they want to be like cast in the Hallmark movie where they're playing like a virgin, you know? (laughs) (laughs) No, but I love like New Jersey was the first of the housewives I ever watched, and then I watched Beverly Hills, and I loved them so much because they had such high stakes. It was about actual families. My yeah, they were so, they were actually so real. And that's why Beverly Hills annoys me so much because they kind of sort of went from this big high to me where you felt like this authentic connection to their stories and you could really relate to certain emotional content that was happening to like now where it's, like you said, like a, a fashion lifestyle brand. It's like some sort of words you just sort of throw out on a screen and and it sounds like it has something to it, but it's, very superficial and I 
you know, like, I don't like when these shows kind of lose their purpose. Like, OC, when it started, it was behind the gated communities, all fancy and, right. and rich. Right. And now Gina's like, I live in a small house in style. Yeah. Yeah. And now Gina's like in her tagline is discussing that she has a small house. Like then bye Gina. Like, I don't care. Like, yeah, you know, Gina, I was, I was let's talk about they, Gina. Like, yes. Let's. Like, I don't know. I don't know if we could mention other podcasts, but like Danny Pellegrino was talking about this on his podcast. I love Danny. Like, I love Danny. We're both Libras. Um, you have no <laughs> But anyway, um, he was saying like, oh, it used to be like, we'd aspire to be these women. It was about a gated community. And now like the tagline is that her house is small. But I will say- Her tagline like, isn't even good. It's, it's like- None of them are good. good. My house is small. And if you don't like small houses, then don't come over. Like, but I guess like some- Bye. But I guess- <laughs> I also have to say like, this is the, t this is the time. I think they're thinking like, these are the times of 2020. Like there was probably some, there are people that were making like, a million dollars that lost their job and now they had to move into like a smaller space and maybe someone Guess will what? find them relatable. Baby Get off Bravo. Go to Honey. TLC. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite clients, her husband, unfortunately, like lost his entire empire, like in the most right. literal sense, not exaggerated, like lost everything because of COVID. And empire, she, you mean like his... Uh, like, like he had like his three hundred and fifty thousand dollar job at like a finance firm in New York City, Los Angeles. Wait, who? No, no, no. Island. No, Gina's husband. Oh, Gina's husband. No, no, no. But I, but my client who lost everything. Oh, was, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, 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 no. But what I was saying was just that she lost like everything. Not her actually. I think her trust fund's fine. But like her husband, and um, she was telling me that like. It, she was watching Bravo to like escape. And when she saw like the OC, she's like, I didn't want to watch it anyway because of X, Y, Z. But like, also the last thing I want to see is someone who's like struggling. Like I want to remember the good time and everything. I was like, yeah, exactly. It's super None of us want to relive it. It's too soon. We're still living it. Mm. It is. It's like, like maybe like five years from now, it would probably not but maybe be interested but right now we don't even know what 2021 is bringing like right. let's not relive 2020 it's still 2020 before we knew what these new seasons were going to be like i remember emily would say you know i don't want to relive remember you were like i don't want to relive covid in these seasons of the housewives and i if you asked me i would have put a million dollars down that bravo would not have made it like around covid not yeah. thinking that it was going to go on for so long. I feel like we had these conversations back in like April, May, yeah. and I was convinced it would be gone by like June. So I was like, no, there's no way these seasons are going to be based around COVID. And it's really just crazy to think that it's, that's what's happening. And we don't really, there's nothing else to film about. Right. Yeah. yeah, but like yeah, you could yeah. do what they do with Summer House, which is just sort of lock them all in a house. Like, let's have a Housewives season where it's like they all go on holiday or something Looking together. To Bravo, yeah, like, yeah, like Real Housewives in New Jersey, like at the Jersey Shore, and they could go to Tom's River to Melissa's family's house or something and just all be trapped on the grounds or something. Now, that is a show. Yeah, that would be great. I would love love that 
I would love like a Real Housewives Big Brother. Tamra from OC said that they were all going to film like an All Stars or something like that, like an All Stars really special. Oh, I would have loved so, that. Like, and then COVID happened and it didn't happen and still hasn't happened. I would die for that. I, that's what I want so badly. I want like a crossover. I want like different ones from different seasons together. I can't believe they've not done that. That's I know wonderful. I would watch that for sure. Yeah. It'd be like Andy's um, baby shower, but like yeah. a show. Exactly. Which I would love to have them film that because that's when all the girls were plotting everything. <laughs> yes, it seems like that's when. And know. they all seemed extremely wasted, which is how I like my housewives to be. Oh, definitely. I don't even like it. I'm always put off when there's a sober housewife. I'm, I'm like Ramona. I'm like, please, can you? I don't even drink alcohol. When I hear a housewife say that they don't drink, I'm like, please, can you get off the show? Like, you don't. <laughs> I think that the hate that um, the New York housewives got for being so drunk this season was like out of line in a way. I don't know. They were so entertaining, and sure, sometimes so they were a little bit crazy, but. It's the funniest show on TV. Yeah. Yeah. They're I amazing. They, were they should win an Emmy. Drunk. Yeah. I was offended that Beverly Hills got nominated for some, like, an or People's Choice, and yeah. New York didn't, because yeah. Beverly Hills, in my they opinion, also weren't shit. That, they also weren't that followed on Instagram, and, like, among the Bravo community, like, Roni is the favorite by far. By far. It's so interesting that the um, the girls of Beverly Hills kept saying like their show was one of the best of the season and everyone was watching it. And Alana and I would always talk like, who are these people that are so into it this season? Because it's no one we can see. Yeah, I have not met any person who's been enjoying Beverly Hills, but it seems like they have some connection in Hollywood that's making it seem like there are people out there that do. I think we all hate watch it. Yeah. Yeah. And I also exactly. want to go, like, go back to the thing of like, you know, I feel like, so the thing with COVID and, and Real Housewives of OC, I feel like Bravo is like, I don't know, they're, usually they're like a little bit more defensive and they'll be like, they'll defend the show and I don't know. I think I, I don't know why, but even there's a few pages that would normally like always defend and always like promote. But I feel like everybody is just like, ugh, this is everybody's opinion of what's about to happen on Real Housewives of OC. And I felt that way when I was watching like the previews for Beverly Hills because it was everything that had like everything in the trailer had like already been leaked on the blogs, like literally yeah. everything. And everybody was like, oh my God, the last two minutes of the first episode. And I'm like, what are we gasping over? Like the Denise and Brandy thing, like everyone already knows this. And the whole I, season I miss being like surprised, that. but I'm curious as to why they're sort of like, I feel that the consensus is that it's being like thrown under the bus. you guys to rate because you were talking about it i went what are your shows like rate your order of the franchises Ooh. oh okay Ooh. so okay you can go first we well we did this together and i don't know if you've changed but in in terms of housewives roni number one um potomac number two which i know is provocative <laughs> new jersey number three atlanta number four um Beverly Hills, Beverly five. Hills, number five. Uh, 
what are the last ones? Dallas. OC and Dallas. Oh, Dallas. oh and oh, right. Dallas and then OC. OC is last. Honestly, like OC um, is, has been my least favorite for a while. I've broken up with her several times. <laughs> and I just come back because like I watch everything on Bravo. And it's just like an abusive relationship. It really yeah. is. But whatever. It's OC like is like the bottom of a bag it. of chips. It's just like gross and oily and salty. But yeah. like once you start just eating it because there's nothing else, you can't stop and you're just disgusted with yourself after. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like I just watched um, season nine for the first time because everyone was like, oh, that's like Shannon Bedore's first season. It was such like a, it was the last time it was good. And it, it I mean, it is good. They have these like really shallow fights that I miss on Housewives that- Was that when like, Megan Edmonds and Shannon fought about charity or was that a different season? Oh no, it was like, it was like the one with Heather Dubrow. It wasn't the one with the cake, the, the ribbon on the cake, but it was like the hoedown where like she oh, okay. was late and she didn't tell her she was gonna be late. And this like, you know, it was just like, well, you know, like we coach basketball and it's just like, well, it's just like, you know, it's just all, I don't like all this like etiquette shit and that, is a lot Be of real yeah that's like but that's like a heather dubrow thing but it was you know i don't want to love when luann gets all the countessy oh yes oh so what a arc. What a i arc. had made a um a tweet i made a meme about my company which i love working for they're amazing um <laughs> but they were trying to make us like better ourselves during covid and they it was really great, and it was really a, a good thing that a company would do for their coworkers. Oh, really they were like, <laughs> I just can't like bash them, but they were like, "Oh, like do something to better yourself," blah blah blah. And it was this conversation that went on for weeks. And I made this uh, Luann meme: the "Don't be cool." The it was whatever. like it was like, "What yeah. is your what have you done to make yourself better in the last few weeks?" What's There's a motivational quote? Yeah. <laughs> and. I made it and a couple of my coworkers follow. And um, there was a huge meeting, a whole company meeting the other day and they showed Stop. the tweet. Stop. I mean, the Stop. meme in front of the entire company. And did they I just turned right red. I'm at home, obviously. We're not like yeah. working in an office. I didn't know about this. Yeah, I didn't text. <laughs> <laughs> this is breaking, this is breaking news. news. Oh, Dina. <laughs> they show it on like a whole entire presentation and they're like this meme blah 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 and i was like i'm getting fired i'm getting fired like this is the last day of me ramona i but yeah Luana, my girl like just got wait it. but did they show the meme as an example of something or were they showing it like to be like who did this no, or were they, they doing it, it to an example that's cool that's amazing that's cool. well done but I was shook. What in the because dad? Because some people know. Like what in the dad joke hell? Yeah. yeah. I am a dad joke. Yeah. I love it. I agree though with your list. I would swap Jersey and there was one other that Atlanta. you said. No, you had Atlanta. Then that was like our thing when we like, cause we got asked yeah. to post that and it was like, do you agree? And we were just like, the one thing was like, ooh, Jersey, Atlanta, Jersey, Atlanta. They're both so good. I mean, definitely Rahoni and Potomac are tops, 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 yeah. tops. And then OC and Beverly Hills are the bottom. 
Yeah. So it's just about what's going on in the middle. Oh, Dallas. That I feel yeah, like we yeah. could like I mean, move around. I'm just like nervous about what's going to happen with Dallas now that Leanne Locken's not on anymore. I mean, she's like an asshole. Oh. We hate her, but also I'm nervous about this, like the future of the show without her. I love the spiraling like- psycho she was. Like, yeah. She's such a horrible person, but also deep down, I just loved how much better she made me feel about myself. Totally. She's a great housewife in a way, in that respect. No, like, I definitely am afraid of her. And when I'd watch her, I, like, wasn't sure if she was doing some sort of voodoo or something where we were all kind of, like... scary where you're, like, I'm, like, I was afraid to be, like, okay, maybe, like, don't have aerial circus performers at your wedding and have dinner. But, like, you know, I just feel like she's so nuts. Like, she'd come up... not her priorities. ...pick in the night, (laughs) you know murder you as a stranger but yeah exactly that's her vibe for sure that's her yeah vibe. she's got hands and like she knows low, what to do with them serial killer vibes Low-key. definitely but it's early enough in the franchise where i feel like they could with like the right you know mixing of of people kind of make the change and it could be a good well, change for the show this is my thing is that i've seen the new the two new ones that they've cast and they don't see they don't seem evil. So I'm like, who's stepping up to bat as the Mama evil D? One? Mama maybe. D and or maybe Deandra. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe Let's together. See. Ooh, maybe that what's it called? Like a, a witch's little... a witch's coven. Yeah. yeah I, I wouldn't mind that. A Dallas yeah. coven. I'm into yeah. that. Yeah. That I the... definitely wait. What if Carrie Duber comes back and she is now? But Carrie Duber well, posted was, the other day. Like, kind of um, wondering why they let her go because she's such a connector of the people on the show. Like, I think that she is friends. With, she She's friends with the person. She was friends with Carrie, the other Carrie that they brought on, who thinks dead weight and they need to get rid of. Um, and... Uh, but Carrie Duver was like such a integral, like central character on that show. And it was interesting that they let go of her first. I kind of always wondered that was about her husband because yeah. he was getting so many bad like rumors. It was also bad public- publicity, I feel like for the kind of narrative that the girls were gonna do about him. So I felt like she kind of failed so that none of that could come out as much. I did get to meet her for a little and she is so lovely and he is so scary. He seems... He's not like approachable. He's not like, there's no warmth. I could see that about him. Like he's like, oh, I'm a plastic surgeon and I'm on TV. Like, ugh. Not anymore, buddy. I botched Dallas and it's not gonna happen. So we always end our podcast with asking a question, which is to rate your, and it's going to be unique this time. So we'll each do it for both of you, or you guys can answer together how you like it. But we do this game and it's sort of a text called delete in a sort of Mary F. Kill kind of game. Okay. And we pick a franchise and we do three characters and you have to tell us why you choose who you choose to. I like it. I I think we'll do New Jersey because you said that was your favorite. 
I aspire to be one. I'm manifesting it. Um, I hope my husband's listening because what did it, what did it put it to, it to the like, universe? Be like a what did it, you said it to like a, is it part of your vows? Like I can't wait to be like a real. Oh yeah, I can't wait to be a real <laughs> in New Jersey. Like, oh my god, this is so exciting! So you'll be on Jersey. Wait, can you, you will be on below place? deck. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, a part of it was. I'm so happy that like we get to be on Real Housewives in New Jersey together one day. Yeah. (laughs) So be careful who you rate because you might be joining the cast. So Teresa, Melissa, and Marge. And what are we doing? Text, read, or delete? Um text called um text called delete. And why? So this is really hard for me because I want you to go first because I don't want to. I want to say that a couple years ago, Teresa would have been my girl on speed dial. Um, She's been my number one for a really long time. Like since it started, I loved her, but I think over the. Be careful. She's another one that thinks that scares me. Well, I honestly, come for me, honey. I live in Edgewater. Come for me. I think is that far from Patterson? (laughs) I like. I kind of wish that I was from Jersey originally because I would love to be like I'm Patterson Fro. Like, come for me. I will come for you. (laughs) Eat ghetto, bitch. (laughs) Um, So Teresa, for me, was like really big and like she was everything. And I feel like over the last few years. She's gotten too big for herself, and mm. I'm just going to text her at this point. I'm not going to delete her text because she does mean a lot to me, but she was more at one point. Um, I'm going to delete Melissa's text just because, bye. <laughs> so, she's great, but, like, she's so superficial, and... Bye. So, with, like, your bad, with your fake storylines. Marge is my queen. Keep getting that Botox, honey. Keep doing whatever you're doing. You look amazing. And I think that she always just brings like really good vibes. She's hilarious. Yeah. I don't know. I I love Jersey and that was really hard, but also it wasn't that hard. Like Yeah, you did a great job for someone who started off saying it was hard. I was really nervous. (laughs) But Teresa, I'll text you. I love that you were like, oh my God, I'm so nervous. Like I (laughs) text. Teresa, I'm like that's not I'm what I thought. Delete you, Melissa, I literally, I literally <laughs> thought you were gonna say that you were gonna be Teresa, and I was gonna be like, I don't even know you. Well, <laughs> I used to have Teresa on my speed dial. Now oh she's God. just on my. No, speed I have the exact dial. same. I have the exact same answer. Also, like best friends, your lips look like a monkey's asshole. Like, has anything more iconic ever been spoken? Like, probably never. In entire part. Melissa, like, I know she's the most followed, like, yeah, she's beautiful, but she's, like, basic, and I really only watch her because of her, like, Joey Gorga, and, like, I, she keeps saying that she's gonna bring it and, like, bring some real storyline this season, so we'll see. As long I as doubt it. about her father, I'm good. Oh, what, yeah. what has it been so far? We're having... No, it's definitely gonna be about her dad. Didn't you see the white party is about her father? Oh my God, did I miss that? How did I miss that? They were all posting um, like pictures and videos from the white party down the shore. And it's like a party about her dad. Like, I think it was like a send off or like a, a 
something, but it was definitely about her dad because I saw like the girls were posting videos and pictures. They found and there were montages. Oh, Oh. oops, it's about Teresa's dad. Oh, okay, that's less sad. I just Teresa's no, I feel like Melissa's version of being authentic is like shading her father's um, past. And so it's like her mom's authentic story to tell that her mom's not obviously going to tell. And she's like, rather than sharing about me, let me talk more about how my dad was like the worst, but I still love him. I don't know. It's just, it's weird. And she's brought it up a few times at this point. It doesn't need to be said. Yeah. I'm interested to know. I mean, the thing is, is that I feel like Melissa's like hyping up that that there's like another fight between Teresa and Jackie and it still isn't a storyline about her. It's about like her sister-in-law and her friend. That's my yeah. prediction. I don't yeah, know. I agree with you. I agree. But I can't I, wait to watch. Yeah. Me too. Oh my God. It can't come soon enough. I want it so bad. But we would love to have you girls back maybe again for Salt Lake City. Yes. yes. It has been such a dream and we want a deep dive. And before we let you go, can you tell all our listeners one more time where they can find you and kind of follow all of your amazing funny memes? We're drinking at Bravo. No, drinking with Bravo. <laughs> no, drinking with Bravo. I know, I know. We're drinking with Bravo on Instagram. And that's it. We haven't started our Twitter yet. <laughs> oh, that will be exciting when it happens. My tweets are pretty good, but they're on my personal page, so that's no fun for everyone. Get on it. Share the wealth. Yeah. When you guys start it, let us know. We're going to start stalking it. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much. No, it's thank you for joining amazing. us. It's this really so been fun. a pleasure. It's been oh, so yeah. amazing. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. If you want to follow us across our platforms, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Stylishly Solomon. Solomon spelled with all O's, S-O-L-O-M-O-N. And also on our Instagram, you can find links in the bio to follow us on Amazon and like to know it and shop our looks and find out our fashion breakdowns. If you like this podcast, Please subscribe, rate, and leave a comment. We always love to hear your feedback. We thank you for thinking of us and appreciate your love and support.